back in the place again, man. Look, I'm happy to be here to discuss the 2021 savings challenge that I've already started. My journey from zero to 15K. Man, it feels good to be back here. Last week, we had the little stumble with the whole deposit the thing, man. And I'll get into that here a little bit with the whole deposit thing, man. But I'm glad to get that cleared up. Got the 2000 into the portfolio. Already made a solid investment. If y'all seen the other episode, y'all seen why I already had Airbnb in. And I already made another play as well. And we'll discuss a little things a couple further than that. But we'll get into that here in a second. Now, for those who are just joining me for the first time, welcome. I'm glad to have you here. I'm very, very appreciative for you to be here. So let me get into why I am doing the 0 to 15K journey on the 2021 Savings Challenge. You can find more info here on this uh, channel, on this episode right here. But what I want to do right now is just discuss with you a little bit of an overview. So I started the 0 to 15K journey due to the fact that I wanted to actually show people where my money, put my money where my mouth was, where I don't say, hey, just do these things that I follow and you should be successful or things that you should consider to be successful. I wanted to actually put the work in. I wanted to document the journey and I wanted to be here with you as you all execute your journey on your 2021 savings challenge. So, you know, it's always things that you can find on many social media sites where you can learn how to work on your own 52-week challenge or anything of that sort. But I figured, why do that? Well, we can all document it together and go through it. So, what I want to do is actually tell you, hey, I have a why for my 2021 savings challenge. And that why is going to get me to my dedicated, it's going to keep me dedicated to my goal of getting where I want to go with this 2021 savings challenge. So, like I said, it's 0 to 15K. And my journey is to actually make sure I have enough money funded for a vacation where I don't have to worry about no debt once I come back off that vacation. It's nothing like going to enjoy what you want to go and do and not having to worry about if the bill is going to show up and have a credit card with that payment or anything of that sort. So I kind of decided that this is the best way to kind of get myself committed to the goal and see where we can go. And I want to keep my head down. I want to grind hard and I want to get to this 15K as soon as possible so I can always spread my wings a little bit further and decide what I'm going to do over the next horizon. So I always want to be ready to get started and doing what I need to. So this is what I wanted to do. So what we I recommend now is that what we're going to go into and what I recommend for anybody is to always go ahead and sit down on a weekend because I know you live a busy life just like I probably do and you want to Sit down at your desk, sit down at your laptop, grab a cup of coffee, grab your favorite drink or wine, and actually access your portfolio online. Don't do it mobile. Do it online. That way you can see all the analytics that it actually gives you. You can actually look at the profit and loss charts. You can actually see how much of a value that your stock portfolio has. We'll go into all those details, but what I wanted to do is actually sit down with you today, go through my Weibo account, and actually show people who have never actually had a brokerage account what they should be considering. So I won't further belabor the point. We'll get right into it. But before we do, hey, make sure you understand this is not financial advice. This is just my portfolio that I'm walking through with you on a journey to show you from zero to 15K of how I do things, the methodology that I use. And somewhere if you find this educational, I appreciate it. If you find this is good content, hit me with a like because I need you to hit the algorithm with me. You know what I mean? Please, let's plug the algorithm as much as possible. And if you're really feeling this content, I need you to be down in and hitting the subscribe button too. But hey, without further ado, let's rock the desktop. Okay, fam, so let's get into it. So we're going to first start on the Weeble.com splash page. And the reason why we're going to start there is just because for people who haven't yet signed up for a brokerage account or thought about or even considered 
signing up for a brokerage account but don't know where to start, I just want to show you that you have a sign up button here. Um, and then you actually, if you already have an account, you log in here and you can go directly to your account when you hit trade and that will take you directly there. Um, and that's where you'll get started at. So let's just switch over to my account now. And what you'll see is that I actually have $2,025.91 currently as my balance in my account. So I started with $2,000. I told you I'm going to start this journey from zero to 2000 um, on the way from zero to 15k. So that's what I started with with the 2000 and now I'm on my journey to 15k. And so one thing to remember is um that's different from Weeble than any other brokerage account that you have cuz I use uh TD Ameritrade for the rest of my accounts. And with the rest of uh, with TD Ameritrade, I deposit money that day. And they do a thing called buying power. They'll give me that buying power immediately. So if I put $2,000 into that account, what will happen will they'll load my account up with $2,000 so I can go ahead and execute a trade that I need to if the market is offering me a, a prime time a chance to actually catch a, catch a stock on a sale. So now I haven't ran into that with Weeble yet because I, I deposited my money on a Friday. So I had to go through the whole weekend and the three to five day business process. So now I don't know if I made that first trade or was it only re in reference to that first trade. So I'm waiting to see when I deposit my next, um, my next, my next sum into my account to see how long it takes for that to transfer into the account. So I will keep you posted on that, but I like to have the instant buying power ability with TD Ameritrade. So I'm hoping that at one time, it was a one-time isolated event when it came to Weeble, but we'll see how that plays out. But let's talk about the stock now. So you'll see that we have Weeble at two, yeah, with my $2,025 that you'll see I have day trading uh, buying power, which you have to use those day trading the same day. Um, you don't, it's not recommended to hold it overnight. I have overnight buying power, which I would not use. I would just use my balance that I have and just go from there. So then you'll slide down and it has your account cash balance, which is $740.81. And, and I want to stop here for a second because like I said, I deposited that thousand dollars in on Friday, and I had to initially deposit the full two, but they only gave me half up front, and they gave me the other half on Friday. And with that, what I did try to take advantage of was trying to actually get into the market on Friday with a limit order on Airbnb, which I'll talk about here a little bit more in depth. But when I tried to get into the, with my limit order, I actually had tried getting it in at one forty-two fifty, but the, the stock went up to 149.30, so I didn't get an opportunity to buy it at 142.50 to average my price in. So I was willing to take the 20 cent hit if I could get it, but I couldn't, obviously. So for those who don't understand what a limit order is, a limit order is anything that you buy or you want to sell, and it has a certain price locked in and for however many shares it is. And when you actually hit that number in the stock market, what happens is the brokerage account sees the flag for that number, and they try to execute the trade in time to actually get you your um, your your shares in. It usually comes in right that price, or it comes in a little bit below that price, or just a little bit high. Just depends on how long it took to execute the trade. So obviously, I didn't get those. So what I'm going to do, I only did it for one day, but you can also do your limit orders for good for until trade is canceled or extended hours with extended hours being in the morning or in the evening before 9 30 to 4. um you can actually get in on either side of those hours and for extended hours is what they call um but it's fine i'm not really worried about it what i want to do is reaccess the situation which i did already and so now i'm looking at how i'm going to play it going forward uh, with my price points so that's why i only did it for the one day if i would have got in at the 142 
140 or 142.50 vice the 142.30, I would have been fine with that. But I have a new game plan, and that's what I'm going to stick with, and that's what I'm going to put in for my next limit order for because a limit order takes the, the, the stress of waiting and watching the market. I can just set the order, and I can forget it and go on by my business. So that's what I plan on doing here. So that's why I had a $740.81 sitting in cash. And like I said before, I don't like having it sitting in cash because it's like sitting in the savings account. So I need to get that money into the market, but I'm not in a rush to make a uh, make a move where it's going to cost me later where I'm going to take a little bit more uh, of a hit and wait for it to run up. I'd rather catch everything on sale. I always wait for a red day or at least wait for a red in my stock portfolio to actually dollar cost average in. So that's what I plan on doing. So let's look down here. I have a total market value of $1,285.10. That's for both these trades that I actually have open right now. And we'll discuss those here now currently. So you see that I do have Airbnb, seven uh, shares, uh, in the portfolio for $1,045 worth of market value. So we already talked about the, the last price and the average price, and this is my unrealized profit and loss and my unrealized profit and loss percentage. So it's only up 5% currently right now for Airbnb. I want to get in before it gets up to 10%. So I'm hoping for a pullback on this stock currently so that way I can get a better uh, entry point and I can actually start setting myself up and start my position. So we'll get into what my position is going to be here soon. And then I have Marathon Patent Group as as an option play, which you'll get into that too, where you see I actually it's a put option. Well, I have it for 19 February 2021. It's going to be pretty interesting. This is my first option play, but I'll get into the reason why I decided to do one here currently. And that's what I really want to talk to you about right now and show you in this in this account is that what everything stands up. But remember, you need to go into your account and you need to be checking your analytics every day. So you'll see, or not every day, but at least on the weekend where you'll see like your account details, account performance, and they give you a whole bunch of numbers, a whole bunch of rundown. Like even on TD Ameritrade, I can actually put all my accounts together and it actually show how much I'm weighted in each stock that I have in my portfolio by a certain percentage. And so it shows me if I need to trim anything or it, or do I need to rebalance my portfolio some ways or somehow. So you can do all those things. You just need to be more aware of the analytics that's going on with your portfolio. And that's why I recommend going to the desktop to actually just taking a look and seeing what's really going on in there. So that's really what I have here for you guys. I hope that y'all go ahead and y'all actually see what y'all actually got going on in y'all portfolio and make the changes or make the differences that y'all need. But this is on the beginning of the 2021 savings challenge because obviously I get a chance to talk to you about a lot more things more in depth. So do me a favor. If you're enjoying the content that I'm providing so far, go ahead and hit me with a like and I'm going to get into the next segment, which our next segment is going to be particularly about Airbnb. Okay, so let's talk Airbnb. So what you are currently going to see for Airbnb on the screen is, is that 149.77 um, before uh, after hours, so our futures trading right now is looking down for tomorrow. So it might be a rare day. It might be time to go shopping tomorrow. We'll see how that tra that transpires overnight. But let's see what we have right here for Airbnb. We're looking at a market cap of 89 billion right now for Airbnb. Uh, it's actually back in this price range from the IPO, which I'll show you here in a second. But I actually wanted to go with Airbnb due to the fact that I needed to actually start my portfolio off with a growth account, a growth a growth stock which that's what I decided to do is to go with Airbnb. Um, it's not in my portfolio in any one of the other ones I have. So this is a good time for me to add something of a different type of uh, stock into my portfolio. And it's actually a recovery play. So with this being a recovery play for me, 
it helps me actually time the market right now currently as we get through the, the once in a hundred year pandemic. But at the same time, I understand what our Airbnb is and what is where it's going to go in the future. And uh, every hotels are taking a slide back and we're seeing Airbnb taking market share from these hotels. So to me, this is a good stock to be in right now. Uh, right now in the short term, I'm hoping for it to have a small pullback so I can take advantage of those small pullbacks. But at the head of those, I want to go ahead and actually set my level. Hopefully, I can get my 200 shares position built out beforehand and then see where it takes me from there. Now, let's talk about what the IPO levels were before with Airbnb. So, Airbnb actually started at $68 when it started its IPO, initial public offering. But before it can even hit the market um, for all the shareholders to be, uh, investors to be involved in it, it had already ran all the way up to in the 140s, uh, 117, then it got all the way up to 144 at closing so obviously you see that it's actually back at those levels again which is great at this point in time because now you're starting to buy back at the ipo level uh i i don't see it going back down to 70 dollars unless we have another once in a hundred year event following what we just had to deal with in 2020 so this is time this is the for me is the tar the current buying opportunities that's setting up for airbnb i get into my um my price targets here shortly but that's what I just want you to understand that this is already back where it was at. So this is why I say don't ever try to chase anything. Wait for you to get an opportunity that presents you a better entry point so you can be on the run up with it. So when the stock goes back, when the stock runs up 15%, you don't want to be trying to catch it at 15%. You want to catch it when it's coming back down from 7% down or 8% down. And that way you're timing your embed, your entry points. And so you can catch the run up on the next time it decides to go back up. And you know, the investors are trying to jump in because now they're they're catching the news and they're trying to catch what's trending. And you're already in your position and you're sitting there, you're watching your move makes makes money for you. So just be smart about the positions that you decide to carry. Now, with that, let's look at where Airbnb uh, investors relation page is. Now, what I like to do, and this is part of my process when I'm investing in companies, I like to pull the investor relation page up. And here's the reason why. I like to understand what's going on with the company and when it's a public company, they have to list everything that's going on with it in an investor's relation page or they at least have to make sure the information is getting out to the public and they have to file filings with the SEC, the Security Exchange Commission. So what I like to do is go through those pages before I make a decision on buying a, a, portfolio, a stock to my portfolio. I like to make sure that I understand what's going on with the company. Now with Airbnb, this is a specific situation where they are, this is their first earnings report that's coming up. And we haven't had a time, uh, any SEC filings just yet. So you're actually having to take um, the, the precedent of what they was already doing in, in the private sector and understanding that as you're making your decision to walk through the door with uh, Airbnb into your stock portfolio. So the numbers are not there just yet, but just for the training sake and just for homework sake, just giving you a chance to look and see what's going on, I wanted to present with you what's going how uh, investor relation page should look. So Airbnb would say, it says investors, obviously. So that's letting you know you're on the investors page. And then it has investor presentations, which this is, they don't have any in that in that link, but they do have press release about announcing a public uh, offering, which we already been through that, we already covered. Then they have a stock info. And then if they actually had any information to provide, they have it in the financials, so I'll click it for you. But you'll see it's only gonna be like um, board ownership, beneficial ownership changes in there right now. So there's no balance with the SEC currently that we can discuss and research right now. And then you actually have your governance for your executive management, board of directors and whatnot. And you will see that this is uh, the, the executive management team, which is always a good idea to do on your own time, 
homework you should be doing is always checking to see three things is key depends on the company and this company is a technology uh, lodging company so i would be wanting to check who the ceo is who's your your chief technology officer right and then you also want to be checking for your chief financial officer right you want to be doing your informational check on these people see what their background what their history is where they came from how long they've been with the company all these things play a role and this kind of gives you an idea about the mindset behind the, the company so you always want to be doing those things and checking them as well so that's where it's at with that so let's talk about what my price is currently since we don't have the information that we need to actually start deep deep diving and pricing it pricing and earnest to ratio and doing all those things which we'll get into a lot later actually as we get to a point where we started to see the earnings calls come in and we're starting to understand what's going on with the company more so my buy zone currently right now is going to be at 150 and below so it's just right on the on the brink i was already starting to build my position at 142 as i showed you earlier and right now anything 150 and below i'm i'm going to take a, a dollar cost average approach and i want to get up to 200 shares now, um, dollar cost average between 130 and 150. Now, what I plan on doing and what's going to be a staple of this um, this this website, uh, this not website, but of this podcast is that it's going to be load the boat time when anything hit a price target where I know I need to load up and get these shares as much as I possibly can at this very very steep discounted price. So, to me, load the boat means anything below 130 in this price range. So. Anything dealing with Airbnb underneath 130, I'm taking it and buying it in, in, in bigger lumps than I would with a dollar cost average approach. So instead of picking up ones and twos, I'll start picking up tens and twenties. Uh, so that's what we'll do here in this situation when it comes to Airbnb. Now, that's the play for me. And like I tell you, anytime there's a play for me, I'm, I'm going to take that approach. So I hope that you come up with your own methodology. And comment down below if you do have your own methodology or your own different price targets for where you think that you should be buying Airbnb at if you're actually adding Airbnb to your, your stock portfolio. So let's get ready to switch over to my option play with Marathon Patent. Okay, so I'm very excited about this one because this is my first option play that I'm actually bringing to the table. Now, Marathon Patent Group is a blockchain mining Bitcoin company. This is what they do. Their, their whole operation is based around Bitcoin. So a lot of people will call this a sympathy play when it comes to Bitcoin, right? When it comes to Bitcoin and Marathon, they're going to run seamlessly. You're going to see Bitcoin take off and then you're going to see Marathon kind of like track it. As it starts to as it starts to rise up, then when Bitcoin dips, you're going to see Marathon more likely take the swings faster than Bitcoin because it's a it's a it's a more volatile company than Bitcoin. Even though Bitcoin is volatile, it has it has its spikes, it has its ups and downs. Now, what you're going to see though, as I'm sitting here talking to you about it, that the market cap for Marathon Patent is at 1.6 billion dollars, right? Now, what I want you to take a look at is the 52 week range. Where it's at currently, it was one point in time at 35 cent. And in the last 52 weeks, in the last year, it ran $28.37. I'll let you I'll let you sink that in real quick. So what I plan on doing is doing a put option call on this. And I have an expiration date for this put on 19 February 2021. Now, this is my play against Bitcoin to continue its rise. So I'm looking at it for it to dip. 
in the next couple weeks and for it to hit my price target where I, I suspect marathon will end up in the 14 to 15 dollar range so i set my price target for 16 dollars so that's an eight dollar uh, pullback so what i'm looking at is getting marathon on a discount now in this play that i have with the option call it's going to cost me 234 bucks and if i so if i don't hit the strike price that i need i only come out of the pocket 234 dollars but if I actually hit it, I'll be making well over $1,200 in this play. Now, here's the reason why I decided to do this option play for the first time. is because it provides me an opportunity to grow my portfolio faster. And I want to be strategic with my moves that I'm going to make. But I also have to be confident in what I'm going to get, how I'm going to get to the 15K. So I'm not taking a risk here. I'm having more upside than less risk. In a situation where I plan on actually seeing this out through fruition, and when I actually get the spike that I'm looking for, take that profit and then move it into either one filling out the rest of my position on Airbnb, or two starting a new position if I already have Airbnb shares filled out in the next couple of weeks. So we'll see how it plays out when it comes to that. Now, I do believe that Marathon Patent Group will have long-term success. I just don't think it's going to be right now because right now it's highly volatile and it's not profitable. So they are trying to get to a point where profitability. So we'll actually talk about this company probably later on over the horizon when the price comes down to a great entry point. Because right now it's ran, it ran too much for you to actually want to jump in on this company. And I'm not here to tell you what to do with your money. But for me, in my own personal opinion, I, don't, I wouldn't be in this company for in as a long-term trade investor right now. So as a long-term investor, I would stand by and wait for a better entry point to get into this stock. So why do I think that this is not the time to get into it? Because Bitcoin, mining Bitcoin is expensive. It's not something where you can just be like, okay, I'm going to wake up today and I'm going to start mining Bitcoin. So it doesn't work that way. And then if you look at the balance sheet of a company that's highly profitable, like Square, Square is more profitable because they integrated Bitcoin into their cash app. But the problem is the margins on Bitcoin and integrating into the, the cash app is the margins are very thin. So if you go and look at Square's balance sheet, you'll see that, yeah, they are, they are making more profit, but they're not really making a squeeze on the dollar because of how much, uh, how much money it takes to actually carry the Bitcoin and, and, and hold the Bitcoin on the books. So that's the problem. So to me, until this is actually comes down to a better margin uh, threshold for a marathon and for anybody else in the sector, you're looking at it as it's going to take a while for it to, to do what it needs to do. And like right now, I'm looking at this this option call as it's giving me a better opportunity because look at the price currently for what Bitcoin sits, right? So it's it's been on a meteoric rise in the last couple of months. So it's time for another consolidation period, in my opinion. And with that consolidation period, who knows? It may go back down to 17000 So a lot of people might want to start take, uh, paying um, taxes off. So what they want to do is probably cash a little bit of their Bitcoin out. Or you got to also consider it's another catalyst coming where there's a presidential inauguration coming on the 20th where you may. And then next week, next Thursday, we're supposed to get President-elect Biden's economic plan. So when we're getting his economic plan, you could be seeing things where it may potentially lead to where you have to 
see people take profits so they can pay their taxes. They don't want to have some of their money locked up in Bitcoin right now because they need to do other things with it, like buy a house because the housing market is, is on fire. Or you don't know what the economic plan is going to say when it comes to dealing with Bitcoin. So all those things are on the table and those things have not been cleared up yet. And that's what we need to understand going forward. So I think this is going to be a cooling off period that we are about to enter when it comes to Bitcoin. I think the meteoric rise has hit it. And I think now we are about to see where it's about to level off. And with it level off, it's going to give opportunity for Marathon to dip. And when Marathon Marathon patent group starts dipping, what you're going to see is people wanting to sell their their profits, take their gains right now. Because some people are up four or 500% in this company. So they're going to want to get their profit out before it starts to degrade because they're there's not a long-term hold right now for them because it's like I said, this company is still volatile. So you got to give yourself an opportunity to see that it's going to need to have a chance to pull back. So that's my 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 homework on Marathon Patent Group when it comes to the option play. So I hope that you you see where I'm going with that logic on this and that if you have any other comments or concerns, but leave it down in the comment section for me so I understand where, you, where your point of view is or maybe we can just have a good conversation about what's going on with Marathon Patent Group or even Bitcoin. I'm here to learn about Bitcoin just as much as having out when it comes down to Marathon Patent Group uh, on my option play. So that's it right there. That's what I think about Marathon Patent Group. So that's my presentation on my 2021 savings challenge it's the update that you're going to get for today i appreciate y'all man hey if you like the content please check out one of my other videos and hey, please leave me comments down below i will be checking those i will be in the comment section with you guys and i appreciate you and like i always tell you stay safe until the next update peace